BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of How Did We Get Here? Podcast radio, no brakes, car, pit stops. And now we're here with another one. This is the perennial inhibition of Dr. Seuss. I'm Zach, and there's Jacob. Hi, Jacob. Hi. Um, so we're going to talk about Dr. Seuss today for the whole episode. Can't wait to do that. Uh, what a guy, right? Hmm, love Dr. Crazy. Seuss. Yeah. Yeah, love that guy. Great. Well, not everything he did, of course. Um, no. <laughs> he was in the news pretty recently for uh, oh, really? some, yeah, for some insensitive depictions of uh, Asian, uh, Asian folks. I was about to say Asian American, but that somehow feels worse because they're not Americans in the book. Uh, they were they were somewhat racist character. I don't know why I'm saying somewhat. They were racist caricatures. <laughs> like pick a side, man. Yeah, exactly. I am I am firmly on this fence. Uh, there there are these racist drawings of people in a book, and then they got censored, and a lot of people got mad about it. And then you have to remember, Doctor Seuss made a bunch of stuff. Uh, he sure did. Yeah. Yeah. He was he was uh not squeaky clean, which is crazy because I feel like we're sort of used to that. Like. I feel like you just grow up with him as like he's like a statue in the center of your children town of just right. what what an upstanding author, a citizen should be. But he also did make a lot of like political comments in World War Two or not comments, uh, comics. Excuse me. Yeah, he was very active. Yeah. And it's really bizarre to go back and look. I think we've talked about this before because like everybody was in the animation space like there's just a bunch of looney tunes in that regard and like even disney like donald duck has a dream or a, yeah donald duck has a, a dream, dream about being well, a Nazi. let's emphasize the a dream. dream and also to be clear he didn't enjoy it <laughs> he was a nazi and he woke up and he was so glad to be american so you know everybody's donald like duck oh my god goes, oh thank god it was only a dream exactly thank god i didn't actually become a nazi Everybody likes to leave out that part. They just show the image of him reading Hitler's book. But, you know, he didn't You're even You're a Donald like Duck it. defender in this situation? I, I actually am, unironically. I feel, I yeah. get I get enraged when I see people. Because you could cancel so many other people. Popeye was a piece of shit. Get mad at Popeye. He actually did that stuff. It wasn't a I, dream. I didn't know you had this fire for Donald Duck. I really do. I love Donald Duck. He's he's a wholesome chonker. That's my I think- guy. With, like, the whole Johnny Depp and Amber Heard situation that has transpired over the past <laughs> few weeks, I feel like we're ignoring the real victim of defamation, Donald yeah. Duck. Yeah, the internet honestly removes all context from everything he's done, and it's disgusting. I'm not here for it anymore. Johnny Depp he's or suffered Donald enough. Duck? Donald Duck? <laughs> jo- Donald Duck. Donald Duck has suffered okay. enough. Yeah. <laughs> Johnny Depp can suffer a little more. Uh, yeah. 
he, he'll be fine, right? He's a millionaire. Donald Duck, I don't think, has ever been paid for his work. So there you go. One thing, like, I, I don't want to, like, comment on the Amber Heard, Johnny Depp situation too much. But I will say I am so glad that is done being televised. Thank God. Awful I day agree. for annoying people. Absolutely. Dude, I, I didn't. I'm in the same boat as you where, like, obviously I have my feelings about it, but I didn't stay up to date on the trial because yeah. it's not my fucking business. And I, it just felt uh, like celebrity gossip. But the amount of people that are weighing in on this shit is absurd. Mm -hmm. I think the culture of Twitch streamers reacting to the televised it's trial. It's so weird. I think it's bizarre. And if I can add my two cents in that regard, I think this trial has proved what I've already known is that the online sphere and Twitch chat communities are not nearly intelligent enough to be the jury in any situation ever. No. Absolutely not. They, they're they treating it like a sporting event. There are teams and yeah. really just one team, at least in the online space that I've seen. Um, although that's not even true because I saw so many people that just I, I've, I've seen a lot more people that are on Team Herd on Twitter yeah. more than, you know, Twitch or anything like that. Yeah, um, I, it just it became so weird, dude. All the I, videos, I, the reactions. I think it's so bizarre. Like, I like if I see, like, let's say Moist Critical talking about Amber Heard, Johnny Depp, he's the one I give a pass to. Like, he's just talking about it. It's just a recap, right? Sure. Like, I, I get that. I think it's the live stream reactions day in, day out that, like, I, I'm just like, uh, I, don't, I don't know. I just feel so weird about it. it it's also something else I don't really like uh -huh. is, again, I... You know, like Johnny Depp more or less like won the majority of the trial. Right. And sure. I I am willing to put my faith that that was the best decision that they could come up with. But, you know, you know how these things go. Mm -hmm. And I, I think it's so shocking to me how um, like I saw a sign on Twitter that was it was like a vet like. All pet owners are welcome except Amber Heard. And I'm just like, ah, really? I get what you're saying. Yeah. I think it's bizarre that like this trial has transcended so much into the real life where it's just like, like I, you know, towing this line because like I don't want to like defend her on the on the case. No, of abuse, I get what you're saying. But like, like it's it's so I don't know. It pulls out the human element of it. Like. Imagine that being you driving home and seeing that. I'm like, no, okay. no, no. I hear you. It becomes yeah. it, it. It the whole thing has become a punchline to the same level. Like, yeah, I'm kind of getting Monica Lewinsky vibes. And like, yeah. yeah, this whole thing. Obviously, you can make the argument that she deserves it or she did all this bad shit. Sure, I'm not Monica Lewinsky. Or no, oh, no, 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 no. Okay. Amber Heard. Amber Heard. Amber Heard. Like, sorry, sorry, sorry. No, 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 no. I'm saying I, I feel like you can make the argument that Amber Heard, you know, deserves it for all the shit that she put Johnny through yeah. and blah, blah, blah. Fine, whatever. I just don't think people's lives, especially when it's this fucked up, should be a spectacle. Because, yeah. um, like, I, I hear what you're saying. It's like it's become so much in the public sphere. You could, like, drive by a church and see, like, one of those signs that's like, all are worthy of forgiveness, except Amber Heard. It's just, like, yeah, so... Yeah, it's a, it's a punchline, and people are gonna take pictures and be like, that's so relatable. Yeah, I don't know. The whole thing it's... feels kind of 
goofy to me. I mean, I think it kind of echoes my opinion I have on like, let's say people in our industry on like cancellation and stuff like that. Sure. Um, uh, th- this is a stretched metaphor, so give me give me some credit. I it's, will. If, if you are a teacher and let's say there's a sex scandal in your school, realistically with a student, you're not allowed to be a teacher anymore. You, you can get other jobs. Some might judge you by your past of the whole teacher thing, but you can get a job elsewhere, but never again as a teacher. Mm-hmm. And I think that should be applied to everything. If you get exiled from this industry, that's and you get off scot-free without any jail time, that is a best possible scenario for you. Go find a job somewhere else. So, like, outside of Hollywood, you're thinking? Like, not an actor? or like, uh, you know, I was just, like... I was, I think, again, it's stretched. I don't necessarily mean this for Amber Heard specifically. I just think, like, it does echo it where it's like, let's not damn their entire life. Right, of course. Yeah. I think that uh, from what I've heard, and I have no idea if this is true or not, apparently it was, like, his choice to make it such a televised thing. No, 100%. With the, in- with the intention that it's, like, to bring attention to the fact that even if you don't believe him, just see that mm-hmm. the whole situation was fucked up and it, it sort of brings everything to light as I, opposed to just her side, which I think is smart, right? I saw him televising it as a way to guarantee he comes out on top, win or lose. It's a like, win-win. If right. he lost the court case, he won the court of public opinion and that would matter way more to him long-term than $15 million. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I feel like it, it was a it was a strategic choice, which wasn't a bad one. I just like again, I don't mind it being a public thing. I mind it becoming this sportsy kind I, I, of yeah. fan base. I don't have a problem with the trial. We've had televised trials in the past. It's yeah, just, of course. Just the fact that this one became so rooted in Twitch culture was really bizarre to me. Yeah, I also, wonder if that's going to keep happening. Weird. Fun fact: Donald Duck and Johnny Depp have the same birthday. What? No way. Hold on. Johnny Depp birthday, June 9th, 1963. Donald Duck birthday. Oh my God. That's insane. June 9th, 1934. Donald Duck is 29 years older than Johnny Depp. That's unbelievable. (laughs) That's so. You really liked that one, huh? uh, That blows my mind. I can't believe that. Yeah, wait, so what that means he's a... Oh, my God. A Gemini... Zodiac? Yeah, okay. A Gemini sun with... I don't know what these mean. Gemini sun with a Capricorn moon. Just give me the one thing. Donald Duck could be Johnny Depp's father, for all we know. <laughs> he's not wearing pants. That means Daisy's his mom. Donald Duck is monogamous. So, <laughs> what, if you, what if you were a cartoon duck, and you slept with another cartoon duck, and you gave birth to Johnny Depp? Well, a I mean, human. he's indoctrined in, like, Disney, so it makes sense. I guess so, yeah. No, that the makes logic's sense. logic's there. Yeah, sure. All right, he's a Gemini. Okay, got it. Oh, That's such God. Gemini behavior. Such mm-hmm. Gemini behavior. Yeah, speaking of uh, Disney, uh, we talked about this a few episodes ago. You know how I kind of teased, you and I should play Toontown. Uh-huh, yeah. Oh, my God, I accidentally did. Oh, you're back in it. They pulled you back in, huh? Dude, I it's been, like, three weeks since we recorded that episode, and I guess, got to let you know, I have been... Just fiending. It was like it was like a oh nightly God. thing. Like I could play on my laptop in bed, you know. So it's like everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. 
But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I, I'll play for like an hour or two when I go to bed. Sometimes it I stay up a little convenient, later. Actually. It does sound nice. Super easy, mindless game. I can have full conversations while playing it. It's super, super nice and easy. You know, every now and then I'll have like a lazy day and I'm like, I'll play it for maybe like uh, two hours and I play for six hours. And it's just like, it's a game where I don't understand why I've gotten sucked into it as much as I have. But I have been fiending Toontown Rewritten and my my dude is stacked. I have a tiny little crocodile named Goodle Gary. <laughs> okay. I knew you would like that one. I do like that. I love alliteration. I do. Yeah. Is it like, is it a nostalgia thing or is it just legitimately a good loop? I, I, I think it's a good loop because like I have gotten way past where my nostalgia ended. Like this is the furthest I've gotten in the game. Yeah. And I've gotten all of my friends in it as well who don't have any nostalgia with it. Sure. So it's just, it's, I think it's so mindless and the stakes are so low on every twist and turn where it just feels like you just get to hang out with friends but yeah. i hate getting in voice calls and hanging out with friends like it's just too much work yeah and it's just nice to be able to get on my laptop in bed and just play with my friends through like the in-game text chat and not have to, like i'm socializing without the anxiety i get from joining voice calls and the pain because you know you know yeah, like yeah, yeah, for yeah. you texting your friends is so different than getting to your computer getting discord getting your mic set up it and is all that. different like it's just, sure it's it's like a whole shift for me. So I I've been a little toony lately, if I can be honest. <laughs> Getting a little toony in there, okay. Mm-hmm. A little wacky, little zany, and spent a little time in the town. Okay. Hey, I I'd love I'd love to show you the ropes. I think it's a phenomenal stream idea. Yeah, I might be down. You doing anything Thursday? Uh, t- I might I might be a little toony that day. All we'll right, see. I might go a little toony on Thursday. All right, we'll but, talk. We'll talk. Uh, and then to. Uh, take that little Disney thread and pull it a little more. Have you seen Chippendale Rescue Rangers, the movie? D- did we talk about it yet? No, we have Wait, not. We really didn't? Because uh-uh. I watched it. I thought that we had talked about it. We could talk about this for an hour, dude. Yeah. Holy shit, that movie was awful. Awful? Yes! <laughs> yes! You're not going to fight me on this. That movie no, 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 was no, no, no. so bad. I don't, I'm not going to say it was good. It definitely. I'm just saying it got a lot of laughs out of me. But oh, I don't know no, like no, 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 what no. side. I remember when why we didn't talk about this. I remember because do you remember a few weeks ago when we talked about multiverse stuff? We talked about multiverses and Fortnite mm-hmm. and all that stuff. I wanted to bring up Chip and Dale because I saw the trailer and I forgot to in that episode. And gotcha. I left the call thinking, oh, fuck, that, I meant to talk about that. Mm-hmm. But we didn't talk about it. And now we can. Dude, and you watched it. So you and I watched it. it and I fucking hated it. So. Um, I, I, it got a lot of laughs out of me because I think it has Name a, one. Really? Really? Are you serious? No, 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 no. Jacob! I, what? Come on. What? You better not. If, was it an ugly Sonic thing? It better not be. No, I'm going to talk thing. about like, you can tell which lines were written by like John Mulaney and Andy Samberg. Like, I feel like you can tell when they ad-libbed. Sure. Like there's there is one moment where 
um, you know, they're talking and, or do you remember the scene when, uh, Chip was dead and Dale, or, oh, I confused the two. One of them was dead. Dale, and was, John, dead. Dale was dead. Chip was reacting to it. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why this slide stuck out to me. It's just like, oh, you care about me. John Mulaney and his John Mulaney delivery just goes, don't make this about yourselves. I was traumatized. And I just, I was traumatized. You know, his, his <laughs> delivery, his cadence. I, it got a good little chuckle out of me. And that there is were multi- very John Mulaney. Sure. There are multiple moments in this where I could see where John Mulaney would stand out over, um, like, just, just the writers. Sure. Yeah. And I don't know. I think, like, there are a lot of things where I'm just like, oh, that's nice that they did that. Oh, how did they get away with this? You know, it's just how sure. the, the whole bootlegging arc, I was pretty surprised, you know, that, me too. that they had uh, Peter Pan be the main antagonist, that they had uh, the the final boss be an al- al- amalgamation of every media. Like, the final boss of this film was a multimedia conglomerate, which is just Disney. Right. And, like, I think there's a lot of, like, industry jokes that I found really funny. Yeah. I mean, there it, once you're on the inside, a lot of the stuff, it, it sort of hits a little bit harder. Yes. The thing that, for me is, That's like, exactly what I mean. Yeah, and, and I did think that, like, I felt that, but I also hated this fucking movie, bro. I, like, I hated just, the 2D animation because it wasn't 2D. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was, uh, what, the chip? Like, his 3D all model that was, like, cel-shaded? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, all of them. I, it looked, I did not like how that looked. Um, the Apparently, the silly. Muppet was CGI. Did you know that? Oh, no, that looked super believable. Yeah, that blew my mind. I was like, Tell oh, me shit. you didn't get a laugh when the Muppet's eyebrow went down. All right, I'll give it up for that. Yeah, I'll give okay. it up for that. That okay. was, like, the one thing <laughs> that got me. I just got annoyed because the whole movie is just, like... Oh, no, there was one other part that got me. I had uh-huh. two laughs in the movie. One of that was that... And there's another part where Chip is walking home from his job and he has his AirPods in and he takes his AirPods out and he's listening to Batman versus fucking, E.T. Oh, okay. No, he's listening to like death metal on uh-huh. his AirPods. It's like this screamo and they make no mention of it and it never <laughs> comes back up. It's just Chip is listening to the most hardcore shit you could think of. And I'm like, okay, that's kind of cool. There was also a joke that got me when he was leaving the office because it was Keegan Michael Key and he. It was the, he was like, you should come out with us tonight, Dale. And he was like, oh, no, I'm busy. And then he goes, he was like, oh, I'd love to see your pad. And he goes, ah, frog-based humor. I get it. And he goes, that's just a small taste of what you get when you hang out with me outside of a work environment. Oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah, just, yeah. It's just like that, that is literally my humor of just stretching it out beyond yeah, like yeah, reason. Yeah. There was, there's a moment, I think, there's a bit that perfectly explains why I hated the movie. Mm-hmm. There's a point near the end. Where, okay, spoilers for yeah. Chippendale Rescue Rangers, everybody. <laughs> the, the fucking, the Gumby cop is a bad guy. Yeah. And the Gumby cop is fighting the girl cop, who, by uh-huh. the way, one of the worst actresses. She, she was an seen. awful actor. I will oh, my say. fucking God. Good Lord. That was now, something I her... noticed just while watching. Yeah, it was time. terrible. It was terrible. But let's give her the benefit of the doubt. Uh, it could be poor was... direction. It could be poor direction, and she was also acting with two CGI chipmunks. So that is a good point. Also, the director of it was Akiva from Lonely Island. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, neat. Okay. Uh, but but there's a point near the end where the uh the Gumby cop is a bad guy, and they're fighting. And there's a point where the girl throws him against a newspaper, and he gets stuck, and he peels his face off, and it has like the newspaper writing on it, like yeah. silly putty. 
And it's like, that's a silly bit. Fine, leave it alone. But J.K. Simmons goes, wow, it stuck to me. Like silly putty. Remember that stuff? <laughs> Why did you have to say that? You had yeah. the bit there. You don't have to. Uh-huh. And the movie is full of that. Chip is like, oh, rapping animals. I hate rapping animals. Why do they and have to rap? And then yeah. they start rapping. Dude, there's as so soon much as he of that said shit, that, dude. As soon as he said, why do they always have to make the animals rap? I go, oh my God, there's rapping in this film, isn't He's there? He's going to rap. He's going. Yeah. And there's a lot of that stuff where it's like, the idea is clever. The, th- the, the CGI surgery is a fun idea. It's a fun bit. Did it's you a like fun the Seth bit. Rogen bit? I thought the Seth no. Rogen bit was really... I hated it. I hated it because it's so masturbatory. It's so like, LOL, look at... Oh, you would know this if you're in the know. If you know that all these are by the same guy, I just, I hated it, bro. Okay, I okay, like that's fair. And I hated uh, it. You hated Ugly Sonic. You know, it was funny. I love Tim Robinson, who's the guy that's voicing yeah. him. He, yeah, Tim Robinson's very funny. hysterical. I, I, I liked, like... I think I don't like his inclusion. The execution was fine, but the inclusion is clearly just like buzz, right? And that feels a little stunty to me, but at the same time, who cares? It was uh, fine. Yeah. I, I think what's funny was that him as a one-time gag got a like, oh, that's a, a hearty chuckle for me. Yeah. Um, Him being brought back a second time was like a, oh, okay, he's back. Then the third time genuinely <laughs> shocked me because he is yeah. no longer a gag, but a major pivotal plot point of the story. Yeah, he is a big character in the movie, like yeah. across the whole thing. It's kind of crazy. Um, Did you know that it wasn't supposed to be him? Yes, I will get to that in a second. Okay, 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 but yeah, I got it. I have friends who work at Sega and I, I asked them, like, how did you enjoy the movie? What did you think of this? And they told me that they they don't think anyone from Sega was aware of that. <laughs> Wait a minute. Does this live in a weird IP world where, like, since he never existed? No, hear me out. Right? Are you aware of, like, Nathan for you, dumb Starbucks? Uh, I know Nathan for you, but I don't know dumb Starbucks specifically. Uh, he pretty much stole all of Starbucks's likeness and brand by calling it an art museum named Dumb Starbucks. And now it's parody law. And it was legally clear. Like, he got away with oh, it. Oh, wow. Yeah, so uh, similarly to that, the he is never mentioned as Ugly Sonic, or he's never right. mentioned as Sonic, only Ugly Sonic. He does refer to Sonic and go, Sonic goes fast, Ugly Sonic goes slow. And that is like the only mention of Sonic in there. Which kind S- of still distinctly, that differentiates them to say that they are two different entities. Ah, okay. No, I wonder if since he never really existed, like he never came out. Yeah. You could legally call Ugly Sonic like a meme because because Sega just put out a trailer and then rescinded it. I Ah. think. Yeah, I don't think they have a legal footing on it, which is crazy. But yeah, they didn't mean. Yeah, it does surprise me, but it's also Disney. Like, (laughs) yeah, who's going to fight with them? I think Disney knows copyright law better than anyone else on this planet. (laughs) Hell, they could even write it. Nudge, nudge. Dude, that's that blows my mind, too. I can't believe they let Winnie the Pooh get away. I don't know if that's a them thing. I guess they can't own yeah. Winnie the Pooh. Well, but okay. Like, so there is a slight divide in that. Um, Winnie the, the Pooh, Pooh, the book. Yeah, yeah. Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. Winnie the Pooh. Fuck. The, the bear. The bear. The character <laughs> is is op- world open to Maine. Like, you, you can do whatever you want with the little bear now. But. 
the tiny little yellow bear with the red shirt off limits. Yeah. Which is smart by them. Yeah. Good for them to to have that limit, I guess, and like that to have some level of differentiation cuz like dude, I think that's I a saw... separate level of copyright, right? Cuz like the book predates the the right. the drawing. It has to be like Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Because I saw the Winnie the Pooh horror movie. Did you see that? They're making yeah, like did. a... Yeah, and I was like, oh my God, Disney... I don't know if Chip and Dale like set something off. They're going crazy now. But then I was like, oh, wait, this is a different thing entirely. And they had to have been ramping up for that because like the public domain was not that long ago. Winnie the Pooh, it only went in for the last like few months or something. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I, uh, I, I getting back to Chip and Dale, I thought the th- the CGI stuff was interesting. I thought the Baloo plot is is very neat. I think it's a fun idea. <laughs> That, like, you can come back and, like, you know, he got the CGI. He was in Tailspin and all this other shit, and now he's back. I just, it's weird that, like, there's a whole background. Like, the story is clearly, I think, an allegory for, uh, like, human trafficking. And, and yeah. it, it, like, it, 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 and, you know, stuff like that. And it becomes, like, damn, that's kind of dark. So is this movie for millennials? Like, old parents to show their kids it, it's Is like it, a mix of human trafficking as well as just a lot of exploitation criticism criticism on just like the animation industry but more importantly disney which it yeah. just felt like very shocking that it was made in the first place i saw a tweet uh that described it better than anything else um if who framed roger rabbit is the love letter to animation chip and dale rescue rangers is the death threat <laughs> It's a good way to put it, I think. Yeah. I like that. Also, very smart on them to have Roger Rabbit in the film very early on. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Just that if you're going to make that comparison or the correlation, just put him in there early. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we I wanted to get back to this mm-hmm. just in case people didn't know, because I, I don't want to tease it. Apparently, Ugly Sonic in the movie was not yeah. originally going to be Ugly Sonic. He was going Oops. to be Jar Jar Binks. Yeah, I saw that. And it immediately made perfect sense. Absolutely. You could just slot him in and it would basically yeah. be the same thing. It would be it's, so easy. It would. I th- I thought the most real part, I mean, it's like CGI, right? Like they could have had a finished version of Jar Jar Binks and changed it. That's with, true. Yeah. Like, have you ever watched those behind the scenes Marvel like VFX? It, it's like they're like, oh, this fight scene was once a fight scene. But now we change it up a little bit. And now they're having this conversation over coffee. It's insane. Yeah. The level of things they can do. It is. It is bizarre. Like you could give them all the raw footage and they could make seven different movies. <laughs> it's unreal what people can do. It's all CGI now. It's it's yeah. just I watched No Way Home on the plane because I just went to Portugal for a smash uh-huh. event and I watched it. Uh, did you the, like it? I did. Actually, I, I loved it. It was probably yeah. like my favorite superhero film I've ever seen. Yeah, I liked it a lot. I I was wondering because I'm not 
I'm not a Marvel. I'm not really a superhero guy at all. Yeah. But you know, it was the best movie that I could find on the plane. I watched that and Suicide Squad, the new Suicide <laughs> Squad, not the old one. Okay. Um, and I really liked them both. And I'm like, okay, I get why people are into this stuff. I it was good. Um, I love yep. Margot Robbie's performance as Harley Quinn. She does such a good job. I hate it. I hate you, it. Well, isn't that I hate it? Wait, wait, why do you hate it? Oh, it's not her, actually. It's just Harley in general. I don't yeah, like the no. way Harley is is done. I, I, Margot's fine. I just don't no, like I'm, Harley herself. Oh, I think she's annoying, but I can still see Margot Robbie and be like, what an exceptional actress. Sure, I'll give it up for that. Yeah, 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 yeah. that's fine. I just don't like the character is like always, when I was watching Suicide Squad, like she is the, she's painted to be almost like the main character in a lot of things. Like she's the pro tag. She's I the one you she should be watching. most merch. Maybe that's it. Cause like in suicide squad, she's not the pro tag. That's Idris no. Elba. Um, but like, if you're going to be the pro tag, you also can't be the wild zany comic relief. And that's, I think where mm -hmm. my thing comes from is like, I, I just, if I have to see too much of her, I get yeah. annoyed, but it's not Margot's fault. She's just reading the script. Yeah. Know? She's, she's doing being fun. an actress. If anything, she's doing a good job. Great. If she's annoying you that much. Yeah, that's the that's the point of the character. So I I OK, so I'm taking it back a little bit um, to something you said earlier. So I was at the airport last week, uh -huh. right? Um, and I think I was in the it was the Georgia airport, I think. Okay. And they they said over like the intercom, they were like, hey, you know, we we pride ourselves on security, but you know it's only helped through like the good people. And if you see something, say something. And, and yeah. um, I hear that, and I'm I nod to myself. I'm like, yeah, okay. I guess I am going to take part in this. If I see someone, I don't know, stealing a bag, I guess I'll <laughs> say something. I'll I'll be the citizen. And then before I can finish my own thought, the Georgia intercom says, "Thank you for standing up." and doing a part in human trafficking. And I go, whoa, whoa that's way more responsibility what? than what I signed up for. Holy shit. Yeah, I was like, I, you know, yeah, I, I don't I don't know if I want to step in. And <laughs> that, that sounds dangerous, Georgia Airport. Oh, my God. Yeah, You're so getting suddenly, involved in some stuff. Holy. I was signing up for much more than I ever anticipated. That sounds like, like a policeman's job. <laughs> Yeah, it just sounds like when the army promises you free college and doesn't mention the rest. <laughs> yeah, but you're not even getting anything out of this except the satisfaction yeah. of being a good citizen. Oh, my God. Which I was willing to be yeah. for, like, a limited thing. You know, if I see, like, petty theft and think, okay, I can report this and hopefully have an impact, that is way different than signing off to be a crusader in the name against child trafficking yeah i well i i whenever i hear if you see something say something i'm like i don't know man i see a lot of things like, what do you want yeah. me to tell you you know i just i don't know it's just like what do they want me to see you, right. you know like what am i looking for if you know? i'm seeing anything security should definitely be seeing more <laughs> there should be people whose jobs this is honestly like the airport is such an open place and like, I just can't imagine where I would go that I would be seeing something, you know, like, <laughs> like I, I'm not going through any back rooms. I'm not like, yeah. I'm not staying in the bathroom longer than I have to. Like, I don't know where <laughs> anything would happen 
that would cause this instance of me saying something. You know, I'm not trying to disvalue the cause. I yeah. just I just didn't know what I was signing up for. I'm an ally. I'm trying yeah. to help. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear yeah. you. I, I, I just... I, yeah. uh, I feel like it's... I've heard it before, and whenever I see it, it's like, if you see somebody, like, drop a bag off and leave it. Say and I'm something, like, right? Yeah, say something. I'm like, dude, I, I, I sometimes I go to Auntie Anne's. Like, I just want a pretzel, and I want to leave my bag in, in eyesight, but I'm not trying to blow up the fucking airport. I don't want anybody to say something. Yeah. It's, You're going to fuck like up a, both of our days. Oh, I saw you drop your wallet. Sir, sir, you dropped your wallet. You know, like, I, I, I can do that. Say something. Sure. Yeah, I'll say something. <laughs> like, I, I feel like that is a good citizen thing to do. You know, like yep. a bad citizen would take the wallet for himself. A good citizen turns it in. I just, I didn't realize a good citizen is responsible for making sure human trafficking in the Georgia airport comes to a complete halt. Yeah, that doesn't sound like our jobs. And also, that sounds like it's been a problem if you're making announcements over it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I don't think uh, private citizens are the best way to uh, to combat that issue. Unfortunately, um, I don't know. I don't even know what I would look out for in that that's regard. What I'm maybe saying. I should maybe I should inform myself. Maybe that's my fault. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the Fileo Fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Okay, you know what? Well, we're going to inform everybody, right? Um, I just looked up for, for airport visitors for frequent uh -huh. airport purchasers uh how do i spot traveling human trafficking oh god uh trafficking use airports as well as trains and bus stations every day to scout for and move their victims airport workers and airline personnel are becoming better trained to spot trafficking as awareness about the crime increases uh -huh. However, in big crowds, passengers waiting for flights or standing in security lines are often in a better position to notice. Oh, this doesn't tell me anything. <laughs> you have to get that deep in and it's like, oh, actually, this has nothing at all. Yeah. I mean, like, I, I think there's some stuff that you could see. You know, there's like the white van thing that everybody knows about. Like, that's But that's the, not in an airport. No, that happens outside. I I wouldn't even know where to begin, unfortunately. Yeah. And it's sad because, like, obviously you want to... Do something. I don't look I don't. Georgia Airport Intercom. I would love to help. I just don't even know the first place to start. Yeah. Maybe you have a training or something. Maybe, yeah. Maybe I should take a full course when I purchase my flight to Georgia Airport from LAX. <laughs> what were that you doing in Georgia? Uh, I went to Momocon. You were at Momocon? So I was I was back home in Oklahoma, right? Um, it was my sister's birthday, her high school graduation. Okay. And I saw all of my friends at Momocon. I haven't been to a convention since the pandemic. So I, I saw think all I of saw my your friends tweet, there. Actually, now that I'm thinking about yeah, it. Yeah, I just got mad FOMO. And I was like, I'm already in Oklahoma. It's like an hour away from Georgia uh -huh. for a flight. And then I was like, ah, I'm, I'm so close. I can just go to Georgia for a day, then come back to LAX for like from there. So it was pretty impulsive. 
but I went and I might have made an incredibly poor financial decision. Okay. <laughs> um, Zach, if you wouldn't mind going on to uh, my Instagram real quick. Sure. Now, I don't have an Instagram account, so sometimes it kicks me out. But let me see if I can get it to work. There he is. I, no way. Okay. So no. uh, you see where I'm going with this. So uh, um, I was at uh, the Georgia Momocon. It's an anime convention. And then there was a car that was like wrapped and painted with Hatsune Miku on it with like, it was like a teal car with pink rims. So I just took a picture of it, right? That's funny. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the guy who owns it uh, reached out and had a, well, well, I, I don't even, I think he just commented on it or someone tagged him or something. Okay. And then I was just like, a lot of my videos nowadays involve me just like going out and doing something. So I kind of thought, oh, I, I would love to, like, make one of these for, like, a video. I think it'd be funny. You can buy, sure, like, yeah. a shitty $3,000 car that's street legal, wrap it, and it'd be funny for a video. And then I'll just, like, keep it in my garage and never drive it. You know, it's just, it's a funny thing for people to see in my garage. Yeah. Um, And then when I reached out to him, I was like, how would someone go about making one of these? And he just said, well, I can sell it to you if you want. The whole and, car? And I said, how much? And he said, $5,000. What? Which, it's $5,000, but for a car... No, that that's is, unbelievable. That's a steal. Um, I asked, It looks like, like a good car, too. What is the year? What is the model? He said it's an uh, Acura RSX 2006. And I looked up, looked it up. I did some minimal research. Those sell for like 8 to 10K. And um, I was like, does it does it drive well? Because I was like, what's, what's, what's the catch? Yeah, there's got to be a catch here. And he's like, no, I've, I've been driving it from, uh, he lives in South Carolina, and he would he drives that car to conventions and back. He drove it to Georgia, which I know isn't like a super far uh -huh. drive or anything, but I was still like, huh. So I'm, I said, I will consider this offer formal then. And he <laughs> said, okay, let me just clear up some things, uh, think about it for a little bit, make sure I'm willing to part with it, and I'll get back to you. And I said, okay. Um, mm -hmm. he, it's been a little over a week since we talked. He did update me two days ago to be like, Hey, give me a little more time. Sorry. Some family stuff happened. And I go all good brother. No rush. But if he gives me this wrapped Hatsune Miku car, I'm fully prepared to do a road trip vlog from South Carolina back to LA oh my in the God. Miku car. So <laughs> if it gets cleared 100%, I'm doing that. That's insane. Holy yeah. shit. Even if it breaks down, that's terrific content. Exactly. Like, worst case scenario, I get good content. Best case scenario, <laughs> I have a funny car in my garage. That you get to drive all the way back across the country. Yeah, like, it's... it's and you get to document other people's reactions to it depending on the region that you're in, which is fascinating. If you stop at, like, a at a gas station in Nebraska, that's a very different experience than stopping at a gas station in LA. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, 100%. Oh, dude, that's fun. That's yeah, a so fun I'm, idea. It's a 38-hour road trip, but I think, like, for the sake of content, that would be so worth it. <laughs> Roughly, I, like, absolutely. nine to ten hours a day. Easy. 
Dude, I, I've been wanting to do that my whole life anyway. Drive from yeah. coast to coast. That's always been a thing of mine. It's hard to find the time, but like, you know, it's that romantic notion seeing the country. So like, mm -hmm. if you make in a, a hog of it. In a hot car. In a hot exactly. Yep, yep. Mm -hmm. That I you could absolutely make some killer stuff with that. Yeah, well, let me know if you happen to have four to five days free in your schedule. <laughs> Dude, the fact that it's it's five thousand dollars. That's nothing, dude. It's like I almost want to ask him to make sure it's safe and then offer more because I'm like, I'm stealing this from you. Yeah, like, it sounds exploitive at this yeah. point. Like, I, I think maybe he's like, does he think putting Miku on it made it go down in value? <laughs> <laughs> Can you get wraps off? Uh, like, let's say if you wanted to. No idea. I don't think I would want to, though. I think the car's right. funny. I would probably just... $5,000, and it probably costs, like, from gas to hotels across the country. It's probably, what, like, that's another, like, $3,000 for a road trip. Something like that, yeah. But it's it's going to be exciting. Oh, that's insane. I thought this was a joke. I thought you made a joke on the internet. I didn't know this was real and you bought the car. It's, I haven't bought it yet. Okay, okay, not yet, though. In the perfect world, I do. <laughs> when will you know uh i don't know i'm really waiting for this guy to to respond to me and i mean again he hasn't really shown me any signs of like turning the offer down sure sure he's really just been like give me some extra time dealing with some family stuff but i'll, I'll gotcha, get to you okay so like I, you know i don't want to push him away and suddenly that be the reason i don't get a mika car so i'm right. being much more patient than I'd like to because you got to be very delicate about this. Yeah, I feel this is you. this is a very special car because like I could find <laughs> another car like I could find another Mika car, but it's just there's a story here. Yeah, you know, the fact that you happen to stumble upon this out of nowhere is truly amazing. That's incredible. Holy shit. When will you ever find another opportunity like this? You know, exactly. I guess at another just, con. <laughs> this content just fell in my lap on a silver platter and I would just be ever so happy if it worked out exactly how I'd want to. I want this good thing to happen to me. You should come to more cons, bro. I yeah. feel like cons are, are actual content for content creators because people want to do shit with you and for that to be like a part of it and it just falls into your lap, right? Like... Obviously, you don't want to be around people all the time, and some people will be obnoxious, but I feel like stuff just happens. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, it's, I feel like, oh my God, I have. So, this was kind of supposed to be the Anne Frank episode, if I can be honest. Oh, yeah, surprise. We were supposed to bait you guys into something and then talk about Anne Frank, but we didn't. So, <laughs> let's just on a note is it ethical? I don't know. Anyways, I have a story that might fill the rest of this episode go for it tell me so i was drinking at uh post convention just at some local bar right um it was two good friends you know it was uh me rick and vicky okay and we were just at this bar there was a waffle house across the street and we were kind of getting we were getting a little drunk and it was to the point where we were like you know what would really hit Waffle House, and it's across the street. Mm -hmm. And I, I propose that. Rick says, oh, I've been at this convention for a couple days. I went to that Waffle House. They're only doing um, mobile orders. You have to send them your order before, and then you can pick it up. And then okay. you can eat it there if you want to, or you can just take it to go. 
And I go, weird. Oh, well. So I do exactly that. I get three people's uh, Waffle House on me. Going to be a good friend. Everyone's drinking. And it costs around $40, including the tip I left. Mm -hmm. And they say, wait 30 minutes. I do. 30 minutes comes up. We're a little more drunk. Um, we're not like blasted or anything, just kind of like that, that fun, comfortable zone where you still have autonomy. And I say, oh, well, Waffle House should be done. I walk over. It's about three blocks away. Uh, let my friends stay back, have fun. I'm at the Waffle House right now. There are two people cooking and one other guy just sitting on, on the bar. He's also an employee. And uh -huh. they're, the door's locked. So I, I knock on it and they look at me and like kind of scuff and go oh, back to what they're doing. Sure. So then I'm like holding up the receipt on my phone up to the window, knocking gently because I don't want to be too annoying because people, this is the convention hour. People are still coming up and recognizing me and asking me for pictures. So like, I don't want people to post the video of Alvarez having a freak out outside the Atlanta Waffle House. Oh, God, yeah, that's career yeah. suicide. No way. It, it was a cognizant decision of mine to not be too extra here. So <laughs> um, then some other guy I, comes up, recognizing me, takes a picture, and I explain the situation. He goes, can't have shit in Atlanta, bro, and walks off. <laughs> True. Yeah, and I, so I'm sitting here, multiple other people are coming up to this Waffle House with the same issue as me, but they don't have the resolve that I do, and they leave very quickly and go, guess I wasted $20, and I'm like, no. It's it's not even for me, I need this Waffle House, it's just like, on principle, right? Right, this yeah. Is, this is a company, if you're not going to service, at least take it off your mobile app. Yeah, absolutely. And so here I am knocking on the door a little more aggressively because there's a family of five who also want their Waffle House behind me. Sure. And the guy looks at me, pulls his hand up to his neck and shakes it back and forth. It's kind of like a cut it out kind oh of gesture. Oh my God, okay. Ugh. And I'm like, what the fuck? So then I go back to the bar, explain the situation. And then my friend Rick goes, okay, uh, text me the receipts. I'll go try. He tries, <laughs> runs into someone who's been there longer than I was. And he's having the exact same luck. He come he comes back, tells us the story, and you know Vicky. Oh, you know yeah. the little Cuban fire that Vicky has. Yeah, she's a firecracker. Yeah, yeah, she, sweetest little gal ever. Until yeah. she's not. And so then Vicky's like, you know, starting her accent is starting to thicken as she's getting <laughs> angrier. You, dude, it's so funny how that happens. Like, she gets more and more into it, and she's just, it's like a different person. It's a different yeah. side of Victoria. Yeah. <laughs> so, then the three of us go back. You know, she's holding her phone up to the window and knocking, but aggressively. Do, 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 do. Yeah. Yep. And they're looking at her, like, who is this bitch? <laughs> and then they start just staring at her and shooing her off. By the way, Vicky, Vicky, for the, for the purposes of this, if you guys don't know, she's like five foot tall. Five foot uh, yeah. She's, she's very like five tiny. Two. She's tiny. And uh, so she's knocking aggressively, like screaming, hey, 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 <laughs> like trying to get their attention. So what do these Waffle House employees do? They go to the back. They, <laughs> we they stop what they're doing and just go to the back. And then we're sitting here wait, taking longer and longer and longer. And it's just like time keeps passing. More people keep coming up and they're waiting and we're like, you're not going to get your food. And they're like, oh no, I'm just going to wait. I'm like, okay, we tried to warn you. So oh. we wait for about another 15 minutes and they're still hiding in the back. 
And we say, did we just get scammed from Waffle? I was like, is this what, ha- what happened? And then we had the decision. It was like, can we claim theft here? So sure. we sat around in a circle and called 911 <laughs> on this Waffle House. No, you did For not giving us our food. You called they, the fucking cops? What else was I to do in this situation? My back was up against the wall. Because, okay, I I guess there's not a Waffle House customer support line. They, no. they don't, that doesn't exist. It's automated. We tried. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And so I tried to, like, convince the cops that this was a real form of theft (laughs) that happened. And they agreed. So they said, we will dispatch an officer immediately. We don't have an immediate ETA, but they will be there within 30 minutes. Oh, my God. And I said, thank you. Um, so while we're here, we saw another guy in costume walk up, or not in costume, like not in uh, uniform, I should say. Okay. Uh, he knocked on the door, and then someone came out from the back, let him in, went to the back. Two minutes later, he left. For me, I'm like, was that a drug deal? <laughs> Like, I don't know what's going on in the Atlanta Waffle House, but I'm only left to assume. And then as we're waiting, Vicky goes, they're probably smoking in the back. Uh, I think they're smoking in the back outside. But that's what anyone at Waffle House would do if they work there. So, so then you we guys go, go around back. Around to the back. Oh. And then, they, sure enough, there they are. Oh, so no. V- Vicky Now it's a rumble. Them. It's a rumble. There is a, like... We are doing like the the home improvement, right? Like there is a a yeah. brick wall between us, and we're Vicky is <laughs> on her tippy toes, looking over angrily. Oh my god! And she <laughs> and she was like, "Hey, like," but in a Cuban accent, yeah, <laughs> of like, "Why why did you guys give us our food?" And they're like, "Oh, if you did it online, like we we don't we're we're closed." They're like, "Okay, well then turn your mobile orders off." And he goes, "Give us our money back." And she's like, hey, if you did it online, that's you have to resolve it online. That's not my job. And then, you know, it's just like, he's probably correct, but it is not helpful. No, and especially not after all this time. Like, yeah. you could have explained that. Just come to the door and tell us 30 and I was minutes like, ago. Well, why didn't you? Why, yeah, why didn't you just come to the door? And he goes, I did this, which, like, you know, he put his hand over his neck, shook it back and forth. And he's like, that means we're close. And I'm like, no, it doesn't. <laughs> I was like, to me, that means cut it out. And Vicky goes, in my country. And I'm like, oh my God. That might She's mean like, die. Like, yeah, she I, says, I'm thinking of like the undertaker, you know? She like, says in my country, like people do this. This is a gesture for kill yourself. So what am I supposed <laughs> oh to God. assume in this situation? I just want a waffle. Holy shit. Yeah. So he's like, he's like, ma'am, calm down, which is not how you get women no, to calm down, by Vicky the way. That. Don't tell Vicky that. So then they're screaming and I'm like, I think we got everything we need. I think we can leave. Thank you. And she's going back and forth. I sit and watch for another 60 seconds. Nothing gets done. We go back to the front and wait. And then, sure enough, our knight in shining armor comes around. Sirens around the corner. And then a police officer steps out of a motor vehicle and says, says like, 
are you guys the call? Are you guys the ones who called about the Waffle House? <laughs> and I'm like, yes, officer, we are. And he goes, okay. Uh, knocks on the door, says, um, Atlanta police open up, holds his badge up to the camera. Oh. They come around, let him in. And then you will not believe what happens next. The door is locked. We cannot hear any conversation happening. Oh my God. So it's so being resolved just, away from you. Yes. So we are outside. We can just see them talking. He they talk for about like a minute or two. Uh-huh. And then the officer sits down. What? And then the chefs start cooking. What? Not just for him, right? They're Despite cooking for all of them. Despite being closed, <laughs> they make a s- breakfast sandwich and a waffle for the officer in blue. <laughs> and he does nothing. Oh my God. The cop does nothing. <laughs> he goes in and eats the order specifically I ordered. <laughs> to There's protect no and fucking serve way. my ass. There's no way. Well, now what does he explain to you? What does he tell you at this point? So that's what I I was like, okay, he's got a lot of gall to go in here and wait while I'm starving outside and um, eat a whole meal himself while you're waiting. The person that fucking called him to this place. That's that's what I'm saying. So I waited. How? Okay. Okay. They cook his food immediate. He was the only customer there. Dude, he Waffle stays, House controls the cops. They have to. That's insane. He stays in there for 45 minutes. No. I think he's waiting for us to leave. And eventually, I was, I've was. i had enough. I am still starving. And the cop is just in there. Like, I like to see the story out, right? Like, at this point, it's no longer about dinner. It's for the resolution of the story. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so um, I, I go on. I'm just, I'm just like, this is insane. So I find an Uber to another Waffle House just five blocks over. Uh-huh. There was another Waffle House five blocks over. Uh-huh. So we take an Uber, go there, and they feed us. They give us the exact order we wanted. No sympathy. We still had to pay and everything. We explained the story. They're like, mm-hmm. dang, that's crazy. And then... We're done. We walk back the initial Waffle House and it is fully packed. What? After the cop, I guess they let their customers in. It's fully packed. And who else do I see? None other than our good friend E.E. enjoying a full meal at that same Waffle House. No way. That's insane. You guys got Twilight Zoned. Yeah. Was it ever closed? Was it, is this like a shared hallucination? Who's to say for sure? This is very similar to my McGauntlet story from the, like the first episode. Yeah, it is. But I, who knows if this place ever truly existed. So the cop went in there, ate food, Waited stayed for there. us to leave. When you guys left, he got out. Yeah. That's fucking insane, dude. I think. That is now like my biggest ACAP story I've ever had. I was about to say uh, A-K-A-C-A-H. All cops are helpful. Here comes my guy, the knight yeah. in shining armor. But no, he 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 turned on you first Look, chance he got. If that cop was willing to get me my Waffle House, I would change my entire political views. Like, that's how hungry I was. <laughs> and 
He would have put return, you to the other side of the aisle. You would have been on the right. Yeah. Reinforce what I already knew that all cops are bastards. That's unbelievable. The fact that he went in there and didn't even help it, like he didn't even like check on you and be like, hey man, they're not gonna make you food, but they're gonna make me food. So get out of here. That's great. Maybe Waffle House just has a death grip on the Atlanta police force. I don't know. That's insane. It, it's one of those things that sounds crazy before you say it, but as soon as you vocalize it, it makes so much sense suddenly. <laughs> That's unbelievable. I have to ask Vicky about this, mostly to see if you're telling the truth. I, don't, I can't believe this fucking story. That's insane. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I think I can send you a picture of the three of us. I'm sending you a picture right now on Discord of the three of us at the second Waffle House eating. And okay. I think even though I don't have documentation of the entire story, the our faces in this image will reveal enough for you to hopefully believe that I'm telling the truth. Sure. It'll say a thousand words. Mm-hmm. I see it. I see it. Yeah. I see the I see the uh the painted on you look like a guess who character. It's like a painted on smile. Yeah. Just, so just exhausted. Poor Vicky's depressed. Oh, we did take a picture in their security camera that was facing the outside, if you'd like that one as well. Oh, please. Yeah, I would love to see that. Dude. My night was interesting, to say the least. That's crazy. Man, I... uh, You know what? In solidarity, Waffle House has moved down on my rankings. It's below Denny's now. Denny's is the new king. Okay, well, I wouldn't go that far. We love Denny's, bro. You don't love Denny's? Come on. Not that much. You and I hop guy? I'm a I'm still a Waffle House guy through and through. Oh, I think like, after this, the problem yeah, is that Waffle Houses this. are so like independently owned because they're all so small. You can't get mad at all of them, man. Just what, what an experience, my man. Do you have Waffle Houses in L.A.? No, we no way, It's like right? an no. It's a it's a big thing like back home in Oklahoma. So it's kind of like to me, Waffle House is home. Right. Right. No, I hear you. I probably feel similar about. Well, I don't really have anything in Maryland. I guess <laughs> this picture <laughs> is, is cookout. Is cookout out there? No, that's like North Carolina, South Carolina. It's delicious, gotcha. but I mean, we have Cracker Barrel, which is good, but that's like all along the coast, and I think it's even more common. Like, I don't yeah, think do this you, is. You know, do you like the image we took in the security camera? Yeah, that's what I'm looking at. Right, look at Vicky. It looks like we're locked out, right? It does. Are, are you yeah, starting you to believe the story a little bit? I hear you. I hear you. If uh, if you weren't locked out, this is a very convincing photo. This is great evidence. Yeah, dude. Um, how do we make these publicly available? I was gonna say, you guys. Uh, I don't know how to explain it to our listeners. I, um, I feel like I can write a few jokes and splice that up to a YouTube video because that is that is a story. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And maybe Waffle House will will hit you up trying to make it all go away. You know, how do we make this right? Look, Waffle House, I will always stand by you. Like, I, I will always take your side in any case. But 
this is I'm not against you as a as a brand. I'm against these three individuals who put me through the Twilight Zone yet again. <laughs> you have terrible luck with fast food establishments. Apparently. You say that, but I would go through this every day of my life if it meant I got a story. <laughs> like like you I had mentioned that several other people came up dealing with the same issue and lacked the resolve to stay. Yeah, you know? that's true. I I would be like, I see their point. They just want food. Oh, we're yeah. not getting it here. Let's go somewhere else. But for me, I, I am very aware when I'm part of a story. And for me, stories need endings. So I, if I ever want to retell this to other people, I was like, I have to see this I through. have to see it all the way through. Absolutely. I think it's also the privilege of being a content creator. Like you're able to finish quest lines. If I have to work tomorrow and I pull up to that Waffle House and they're not serving me at 11 p.m. And I got to wake up at like seven to go to work. I'm like, damn, my story ends here. Like, I can't yeah. I can't complete this quest line. You know what I, I mean? Think the best part is like, I've just always been like this before content. <laughs> I, was, I just like telling stories. Yeah. I've had an experience like that where there is a girl that was sending me very uh, strange messages in like a in like a like secret admirer away, but I knew who it was, but yeah. she was like sending me really weird shit. And like in a really weird way, I don't know how to describe it. She was like, it, it was like, she was trying to flirt, but she was like, I love the feel of skin stuff yeah. like that. It was really weird. And I, I told my friends about it and they were like, why didn't you do anything about it? I'm like, dude, it, it was weird. They're like, yeah, but think about the story. And I'm like, wow. And ever since then, I've realized I need to hone my uh my my spidey sense when it comes to that shit. <laughs> I can't yeah. miss anymore. I was at summer camp and I feel like to no surprise to other people, I, I have a pretty feminine handwriting. So I would uh Oh, you got write, little circly eyes? Does your eye I got have little like circly a eyes? Uh, <laughs> I got a lot of loops in my handwriting. Oh, that's cute. Um Yeah, so because of that, when I was at summer camp, I wrote a lot of fake love letters to my friends. Just to see how they react. That's fucked up. Okay. Oh my god. Well, it's because like you got mail, like right, like it's summer camp. You know, you have people from back home, your parents, your friends. Yeah. They were like send you letters, and everyone's letter would be spread out on a desk in front of the main office. So every day, everyone would always walk by, skim it to see if they had a letter, and move on. Sure. So it was the perfect crime to put a a letter addressed to someone and there's no post to stamp so you know it comes from inside that's crazy oh my god yeah it's uh, i think my biggest fault it's not like it's like all like some letters look feminine some don't if you go watch like the ace of hearts where you have like a silver lining like lyric video on sticky notes that's my handwriting you can kind of see what i'm talking about i'm gonna look this up yeah do you write from the wrist or elbow or your fingers wrist okay apparently that's a feminine trait Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah, I'm reading this from production. They said, how to write more feminine. Stay relaxed. Because <laughs> guys are very tense when they write, I guess. Um, don't grip the writing instrument too tightly. Don't press too hard. How, how do you draw? How do you write from your fingers? You just move your 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 fingers. You don't do that? No, I just I mostly you. just move my fingers. I just, yeah. You just asked, and I said my wrist. I Yeah, but I thought like you had some level of control in your fingers. No, my fingers right? stay perfectly still. I just move my wrist when I draw when I write. Oh, are you an artist? Do you draw like pictures? Uh, I I dabble. That seems like a artist thing. 
See, I, I don't have the gift. Mm-hmm. So I think I'm a finger guy. I, uh, I, I'm very, I, I don't know. I'm masculine in my writing. Okay. Oh, I'm an okay. alpha. I'm an alpha. Yeah. Dude, oh my God, there's so many tips. Write more slowly than you usually do. Write a little larger. Space your letters out more. That's fun. Add the little hearts over the eyes. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's just like all my letters, like J's and L's, like they just have like a lot of loops and everything. Did you, uh, did you ever, like, are you writing these secret admirer things? Did they ever get convinced? Did you break anybody's heart? Uh, so every single time without fail. Oh, that's it sad. Worked. Well, okay, so it's art camp, right? Like, the people who I befriended gave me heroin. Yeah. Okay. Instead of weed. We've been through this. And if you're just tuning in, uh, that's all the context you get for now. Like, I was friends <laughs> with some people who just honestly weren't great. And looking back, they rubbed off on me in the worst ways. Okay. So I guess what I'm trying to say is that I don't regret it. I, I sure. think the funniest part was that I wrote a love letter to my friend who was like very confident, right? Like he was very, again, he, I, I think this paints the picture. He wore suits everywhere and spoke French. Like could speak French. Like he, he went to France for like a high school okay. uh, foreign exchange for a year. There's a character like that in Valorant, actually. French guy that wears suits all the time. So, well, there you go. Now you have an image in your head. So like, there you go. Yeah. You know, very easy for him to talk to to women and for women to find him attractive. So I thought, I was like, we'll see what happens here. And I I told him, like, I'm just so shy. So if you are interested, meet me outside in the... Oh, um, no. Yeah, just like on on this like specific place at the art camps that he would know. And he was like, this is so stupid. Like, this is clearly fake. This is so (laughs) clearly fake. Whatever. And then... um. He was like, we were, he was showing everyone. And then like, you know, they had the girls who were criticizing the handwriting and I'm like, I'm right here, guys. And <laughs> they were just saying like, oh, this looks like some of it looks very feminine. I like, they were seeing if they recognized it from anyone. Yeah. And so he kept going. He was like, oh my God, this is so fake. And I was like, are you going to show up? And he goes, no, it's no. And then he did. <laughs> but he was like, I'm just curious. You know, I'm just curious to see yeah. if like anyone shows up. I mean, why wouldn't you, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. But that poor I don't guy. know. No, I, I feel nothing for him. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. You broke some hearts that trip. That poor he's, an, camp. he's an NFT guy now. He deserved it way before. Oh, really? I was right. Oh, that reminds me on the last episode. Oh, my God. This keeps happening to me. You talked about Seth Green. Bro, that's so funny. I don't know where this is going. Oh, you don't know the Seth Green thing? No. All right, very quick. Oh, very quick. Yes, I do. Go on. <laughs> he lost your, your his story. monkey. Okay, uh, in case you guys don't know, Seth Green was going to make a TV show starring his NFT monkey, but he got hacked, and now he doesn't own the rights to the monkey, so he can't do the show. Very I wonder funny. how far in production the show was. They had a trailer. Uh, I watched the trailer. It looks like shit. It looks terrible. Mm, awesome. It's like, it's kind of like Cheers, but everybody owns an NFT. Like everybody has like a friend that they own. It's. I didn't expect Cheers to be the analogy drawn for it. Yeah. I don't know. It's pretty bad, but boom, 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 ding, 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 ding. We're here. We made it. Here we How are. How did we get to Seth Green NFTs? <laughs> this was supposed to be the Anne Frank episode. We really tried to trick you guys. Um, and we were tricked. Yeah, instead. we, we, went, wait. dude, you know what it is? It all came down to Chippendale. 
Because I thought yeah. we had talked about it, and then when we hadn't, that I was like, derailed oh, us man. hard. It oh. started like we were like, let's talk about Dr. Seuss for like five minutes, and then we can pivot into it, right? <laughs> and somehow we got a little misguided from Dr. Seuss to I don't know what was in between Chip and Dale and Dr. Seuss, but we got dead Maybe, on. Oh, I started talking about Toontown. I think that uh -huh. was this episode. I don't know. And then after that. After Chippendale, a lot of Chippendale, and then Chip uh, and did that? No, that didn't go into Miku because Mobocom was a little bit. No, I started after. talking about. Uh, oh, we started talking about trafficking and. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, Chippendale. We we went to another point, and then I brought it back to trafficking because I want to talk about the Georgia we airport. About... He was signing me on for a lot more than I thought. Right, right, right. And then we talked. I asked why you were in Georgia. You said Momocon. We talked about that. You talked about your Waffle House story. The car, the car first. The car first, and the, then the Waffle car, House, and then Waffle House, and then now here, the car sex drive starring Seth Green. NFTs, NFTs. Boom, we made it. Yeah. What a course huh. to plot. Incredible. And zero and Frank at all. We really yeah. we really dropped the what ball on this one. An insane podcast. What what an insane <laughs> variety of topics that we handle. Like you're you can't on, get this anywhere else, bro. You have other podcasts. You've been on other podcasts. You go in, you're supposed to go in with bullet points. Yeah, that's like the point. But this is uh this is different. It's fun. I think we have enough synergy and camaraderie where we just come in with like three minutes before the podcast starts, <laughs> we just say like, what do you want to talk about today? Yeah. Last episode, you just go, we got to talk about Morbius. Yep. yep. And then we ended up talking about Genghis Khan fucking. I and wonder, here we come in thinking about like Anne Frank. Yeah. I wonder yeah. if people get annoyed. Like, I, I do wonder if people are listening. Like, do you guys let us know. Do you guys get it? Like, is it annoying when we have something that we're talking about? I feel like people, we talked about the Seth Green thing last episode, and they're like, oh, they got to talk about the monkey. And then we mm -hmm. didn't, and we got off it, and they're probably annoyed. Does that happen to you guys? Let us know somewhere. I wish we had a Twitter for this. I'm, I'm, no, no, no. Uh, if I can be completely honest, I am so glad this podcast does not have comments enabled. <laughs> <laughs> you guys can't tell us shit. Oh, I have like gone through what twenty eight episodes of just bliss of just having no feedback outside of people like it. That is kind of nice. I've had people DM me after an episode comes out to like give me a little bit more information on something that we discussed or talked about. But yeah, same. outside of that, it's been pretty quiet. Thank you guys for not flooding us, and big thanks to us for not making a Twitter or anything. That was pretty wise, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, yeah, we're keeping you silent. We'll do it eventually. See ya. Bye. How Did We Get Here is produced by Deanna Gowland, Jacob Rabin, and Zach Zeeks. Our theme music is by Garrett Williamson, and our engineer audio producer is Justin Asher. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. -ba -ba.